0: Welcome to Coffee with Christy, featuring your host, Christy Dryling. Do you need a little drive to achieve your goals? Are you this close to taking your business to the next level? Maybe you are just about where you need to be, but could use some help? Christy and her guests are ready to take you there. It's going to be a fun ride. Now, here's Christy Dryling.
1: Good morning, everyone, wherever you are listening around the world, I am your host, Christy Dryling, and super excited to be here with you on this gorgeous Monday morning. I'm actually in Ottawa, Canada, so for all of you listening in beautiful Canada, I love your country, I love everything about this place. It's just, it has such an amazing vibe. I'm actually here for my son's wedding He's getting married tomorrow to uh, an incredibly beautiful human being. I honestly couldn't have picked her better if I even got a chance to pick her out, but she's just divine, and uh, they live in Westboro, which is so quaint and and uh, all the little shops and and people are out and about in the street and you just feel a lot of peace here in this country. So I just wanted to shout out to all of you Canadians out there <laughs> listening in and and just say well done, my friends. But I am ex- super happy to be introducing you to a very special friend of mine. Her name is Gail Hart and she's been a leader in the fitness industry for over 30 years she's overcome so many obstacles in her life and she's passionate about changing people's lives through fitness and health and wellness and I had the divine pleasure to meet her uh, probably a couple of months ago and she uh, teaches she teaches she actually works with me and teaches me Pilates but the, the, the heart in this woman the passion that she has for helping people is almost like no other passion I've ever seen, and I thought to myself, "This woman's got something really special." And special, not just in in terms of her beauty, but she is wickedly smart. She's um, she she loves working with people, and you can tell it. She's passionate. She's excited. She's invigorated for health. And how often is it that we see someone that freaking loves what they do? And you can just, I mean, you just can't wait to be around them. And this is Gail. So Gail, we're so excited to have you on the show. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you. My goodness. What a great introduction. I so appreciate
2: that. Wow. That is so wonderful.
1: I'm so (laughs) pleased to be here. Thank you for, for, for agreeing to be on the show. I know how crazy busy you are, but I really I wanted to share you with the world because what you stand for. Before we get started and talking a little bit more about um, your philosophy on health and wellness, can you share with the audience a little bit more about your background and your story and what brought you to where you are right now today? Oh, sure, absolutely. Um, you know, I've always been fascinated with the human body as
2: a child. Um, I've always been fascinated, and um, growing up, I've always wanted to be a doctor, so it, it, it just started from there, actually, as a, as a three-, four-year-old. I remember thinking to myself, how does this work, and how does that muscle work, and how does this bone work, and, and the musculoskeletal system was so fascinating to me. So, luckily, I got into medical school um, and, uh, you know, thought that's where my, my life was heading. Unfortunately, it, it didn't turn out that way. My dad died suddenly of a massive heart attack at a very young age, 54, and, uh, it you know, it devastated me, um, and we've all have been through those kind of adversities and hardships, but it truly changed the blueprint of my life forever. Um, fortunately, through medical school, I really realized the importance of health, wellness, nutrition, fitness. Uh, from the inside out I really learned that I had the opportunity um, and most people do not have the opportunity to do this to actually see what health and wellness is from the body inside out Um, you know we have to work on a cadaver in medical school and you study the body every organ, every function everything and um, what you do is you try to figure out how that particular person passed and I was actually able to discover that this this gentleman had passed at a very young age, 60-something years old, from arterial sclerosis or disease. And it's fascinating. Um, It's morbid, but it's also very fascinating because it did change my life forever, my perspective on life. And I realized that, you know, if everybody had the opportunity to see this hands-on from what it looks like in your body, it would change their perspective on how they live. Absolutely. Um, Christy, I don't know. Do you know, do you know what arteriosc- arteriosclerosis looks like in the human body?
1: No. I would love for you to share with everyone. Well,
2: in, quite frankly, uh, simply put, it looks like Crisco, white lard. It's absolutely that, that consistency, that waxy, that um, very thick and it and it's just it it I will never forget it as long as I live. So that changed everything for me. So and it's also ironic that that's what my dad passed from. So going forward, my perspective, as I said, my blueprint of on life changed. Got into the corporate world for many years and um, became passionate about that, but never ever ever left my fitness and my um, my passion. For changing people's lives—that's always what it has been for me since since day one. I mean, I can't even remember not feeling that way. That's how early on it it was. It's in my mindset. And you know, honestly, fortunately, I'm blessed with the ability um, through all my my schooling and and through my through my personal insight um, to actually just look at a person the first time I see them, uh, kind of examine their musculoskeletal appearance and. And just know where their natural state needs to be. That means their natural state of fitness and wellness. And um, I think that's helped me along the way to be as successful as I have been. Um, It doesn't necessarily mean that you're a size zero or or that you're a bodybuilder, but it means your natural state is when you are at your maximum of lean muscle tissue and um, a modicum of fat. And that fat needs to be there for organ functionality. So it's it's just so imperative for people to understand um, that, that every generation, every decade of our lives, you can obtain optimum wellness. And I think that's been my mantra. It certainly has been my mantra. And I, I literally change people one person at a time, and it's my passion and it's my love. Um, so bringing it back to present day... Um, uh, I work with athletes. I work with 80-year-old grandmothers. I, um, I have found my passion and my love for a particular uh, workout program um, that actually stemmed from a gentleman named Joseph Pilates. And he started uh, a program that is just incredible. Um, it's something for strength training that you can do for till you're 90, the rest of your life. Because it's very um, core oriented and it's very um, very user friendly in the fact that it's uh, uh, not hard on our joints the older we get. So my perspective on fitness and health is is <laughs> um, quite beyond um, uh, what a lot of people believe. I really believe that our bodies. Um, due to inactivity or activity, and what we put in our put in our mouth, nutrition, are the catalyst for either health and wellness, or unfortunately, for sickness and death.
1: Well, you know I, 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 I've witnessed that firsthand watching you in action and watching the diversity of the age um, differences between of all of your clients. You know, they're all at different stages, but I've heard many, many testimonies. From uh, your 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 clients as to what what you were able to help them to maneuver through, and some of them were having some extremely difficult health issues. But I want to actually ask you. You know, Absolutely. I've been traveling for the last month, and I've I've been from you know Taiwan to Louisiana. Now I'm up north in Canada. I have seen such a just a drastic difference, cultural difference in different parts of the world when it comes to health and what's good for you and what's not. And I I mean, maybe you can help shed some light on some of the discrepancies that are out there about what, it is what it means to be healthy because young kids today, young girls are just starving themselves, and absolutely they're... yes, what do they
2: look like? That, that is that is uh, such a, such a shame. It's 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 so hard. You know, society, especially the United States of America, is so based on the physical appearance and um, social media, and and you know, all the celebrities, and and certainly not naming anybody, but. It, it, it is just the way we live and it's just a part of who we are um, and it's, it's very sad for the younger generation because they feel that you know outer beauty is the key where absolutely inner beauty and inner health is the key for longevity and health. There are some cultures, Japan and um, certainly Taiwan I'm, I'm sure uh, haven't certainly experienced the life there but I know that their their mantra and their belief, on, on life in general is just so different from ours. Um, they have the culture where um, they, they are they walk everywhere. They 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 know what activity um, you know physical activity can do for their bodies, mentally, physically, spiritually, every which way. Um, they certainly eat uh, the right way. I mean, um, Japan is a culture that. Um, I don't know off the top of my head what the median age is, but they certainly have longevity of life into their 90s and well above that with a wonderful quality of life. So it's not necessarily, you know, as we grow... As we grow in age, um, it's the quality of life as well, and that is so, so important. Um, there's no reason why we can't be 80 and 85 and still being able to run or um, chase our grandkids and be the best self that we possibly can be at that age, but we just know how to ha- have to do it right. Um, those cultures have seemed to embrace that. Um, Unfortunately, in the United States of America, as we talked about, um, it's just it's just so different. I think society views things so differently, and um, with all the millions and billions of dollars and companies out there promoting their products, that um, you know some of them obviously are not good for us internally. Um, there's so much refined refined foods. There's so much products out there that are just basically toxins to our body. Um, it's, it's not adding to our quality of life as we age. Um, and that's just part of it. That's just part of it. Um, it it's uh, activity is absolutely quintessentially the mainstay in, in, um, in aging. And um, we can't do anything about genetics, but we certainly can do everything possible um, to age wonderfully, gracefully, and fit. And that is... That's, like that's my goal that's my goal to change everybody one person at a time and make them realize that
1: well it's really it's obvious how how fabulous you are at that I've witnessed it myself But I you know I'll just share with the audience right now Uh, about a month and a half two months ago uh, before my maybe a couple months ago before my older son left for Canada my 17 year old and my older son and I we went went to the doctor to just do some you know some routine uh, checkups uh, I had been a vegetarian for quite some time. I mean, for probably last, I mean, most of my life. Okay, and uh, we did this. Uh, we we had our we just had our our, our, uh, our blood pressure done, and what was interesting was that my two boys, one's twenty one, one seventeen. Um, they both big time meat eaters, at least two to three times a day. Uh, they, my oldest 21-year-old had and he looks, if you look at him, he looks like a supermodel. His body's like perf, you know, looks great. Sure. And um, he was uh, hypertension. Nash, my 17-year-old, uh, wow. has higher blood pressure than myself. And I had perfectly normal blood pressure so it was absolutely shocking for them both now that it's totally changed their life both of them are uh, you know nash is vegan now and dylan is as well and uh, they tested it the other day dylan is completely normal so it was crazy to me you know, I mean, I encourage everybody to get out there. Just go get your blood work drawn. I don't care what your Absolutely. age is.
2: Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. My clients bring me their blood work daily. It is so, so important to know your numbers and to be cognizant and aware of your body. And you know what? The bottom line is ignorance is not bliss when it comes to our bodies. It's not. You have to be proactive with your health. You have to be proactive with your doctors. Um, medicine you know, we're only human. We all make mistakes. Doctors make mistakes. You have to be proactive when it comes to that. You have to know what, um, uh, where your number's at. It is so, so important. And you can, essentially, it's been proven, reverse so many diseases, or even at, at, at the very least, reverse the start of some chronic diseases. When your immune system is lowered and, and your, your functionality is lowered, you know, there's trillions of cells in our body, trillions, literally trillions. When our immune system is lowered and compromised is when all those chronic diseases can come into our body and, and, you know, by the time you're 50 and 60 is when they start really, really coming into play. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean, of course, somebody in their 20s, God forbid, can get something. However, it's it's, it's just a matter of life. Now, if you work against that, Defy the aging process. Eat, eat well. Eat balanced. Eat, you know what we should be. What's grown? What's, what's what our ancestors ate? What's gathered? What's what's uh, from the earth? Not the processed foods. Not the fried foods. Not the not the things that are going to inflame our body from the inside out. If you have that premise in in your mind going forward with yourself, with your kids, with your family, it it, it act- absolutely changes everything. And you cra- your body craves eating well. When you start eating clean and eating well and knowing what's best for your body, it craves that. It absolutely wants to stay in that, in that, on that momentum. It absolutely does. On the other hand, when your body is used to excessive refined carbohydrates... Um, when it's used to inactivity, when it's used to those kind of toxins, the sodas and all the rest of it, your body craves that as well. And that leads to so many chronic issues, diabetes, depression, cancers can come into play. It's just, it truly is not rocket science. It's just something that everybody has to, has to realize. Your body is only one that you have from the Lord above and we have to treat it as the shrine that it is. It is absolutely the most remarkable, well-oiled engine on this planet. And everybody forgets that on a day-to-day basis.
1: Well, I love that, Gail. And, and um, you know, I, I do believe that there's so much massive confusion, uh, especially, you know, here in North America. Um, we have so much abundance where there's starving people all over the world. Right, right. You know, we get, we get served plates of, I just saw a commercial the other day for the, this this uh, commercial restaurant, and they were bragging that you can get your favorite things on top of things. That meant you could get this dish, and then you could put fried mozzarella sticks in. And, fri- sure. and thinking to myself, good Lord, this is insane. Um, and so we've got to take a commercial break. I have more to ask you when we get back, because this Absolutely. is a very important topic but all of you listening right now you know make sure you leave it on the station because you're going to want to hear more about how you could get on the right track living the best possible life with gail hart
2: we don't follow we leave join us the voice america influencers
0: channel
2: Are you ready for provocative discussions with some of today's most powerful movers and shakers? Tune in to The Art of Significance, featuring Dan Clark, the modern-day Napoleon Hill, who interviews the wealthiest, most successful celebrities and business leaders on the planet who are using their influence to change the world. From authors to entertainers, sports figures, educators to military leaders, Dan covers multiple topics. Tune in every Tuesday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Influencers Channel. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired.
0: You are listening to Coffee with Christy. We'd love to hear from you today with your questions and comments. Call in to 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. If you'd rather ask or comment by email, send them to Christy Dryling at att.net. Now, back to Coffee with Christy.
1: And we're back and we are interviewing uh, the one and only Gail Hart. And, uh, you know, that she's been sharing with us the importance of our health and really paying attention to what we're putting in our body and what we're doing with our body. And it doesn't matter what your age, it's never too late to begin. And that actually reminded me of a story. I met uh, Mr. June Reese, uh, uh, who was brought taekwondo to America. Okay. And mastery, and he was when I met him. Uh, he was in his, well into his mid nineties, and he was young. He acted younger than someone in their thirties, and he did a hundred pull ups every day. And I said, Mastery, what is the key to uh, living such a vibrant life? And he said to me, He said to me, you know what? If you believe you're old, you will be. And so, um, let's talk about aging. It's talking about aging gracefully because I've noticed in North America, especially there's this taboo about aging. And I'm thinking, are you kidding me? When I go to Asia, the older you are, the wiser you are, you were revered. And here it's almost like, Oh, I, you know, people are like, I'm going to retire and do nothing and die.
2: And absolutely, thinking- absolutely. They, they, that culture. They embrace aging. It is so incredible. Um, and here, we, we, we want to defy it. it. It's, you know, plastic surgery or this and that. And if you, if you learn to embrace it. Um, through health wellness and fitness obviously it it's it's a whole nother ball game and isn't it wonderful at ninety years old to be that vibrant that's what everybody could do everybody can be that um, I live the life of the and the passion that I have changing every person at one at a time to let them know that when they get to that natural state of fitness and health and wellness, and and it literally can be maintained, the quality of life in your later years is nothing short of remarkable, absolutely remarkable, and how wonderful to meet people like that. And unfortunately, like you said, in the States... You know, we're raised a little bit differently. The obesity rate is so high with children and, and um, youngsters are certainly not doing the physical activity that, that they should be doing. Our bodies are meant to do that. Um, they truly are. Um, and they grow up with that mindset that, um, you know, I'll, I'll do enough to get by. And it's just, that's just not the way it should be. The mindset should be, you have to realize, wake up every morning. Just like brushing your teeth, your body is your temple. And just like brushing your teeth, you have to feed it and you have to work it to get the maximum results. And when you do that, everything else comes into play. If you're not at that ultimate state, everything else in your life is compromised. Depression comes in. Um, There's so many things that can be debilitating on a day-to-day basis. But when you're at that ultimate state of health and fitness and strength... Oh my goodness, you are, the the empowering feeling that you get, there's nothing comparable to it, especially as women. It is absolutely, it is the most empowering thing you can have. Um, any material thing in the world, diamonds, furs, whatever you talk about, uh, boats, vacations, nothing compares, nothing compares. I have so many people that I've met, especially women, middle-aged women, that come to me for specific reasons to basically change their life. And what happens is they look at me and they say, I want to look like you. And so many of these women are privileged in the fact that they're blessed with wealth, okay, but they don't have what I have from the inside out, and they want that. And I absolutely embrace them, and I take them there every step of the way. And when they get to that point of where I've been at for years, they realize nothing else matters. All the wealth in the world cannot compare to what you have when you are at that incredible physical state of health and wellness. Fitness and nutrition make a difference and everybody has to realize that. It's not about a magic pill. It's not about a diet. I wish that... Sometimes I wish that that word was obliterate, obliterated from the English language. It's about a lifestyle. It's about a mantra. It's about waking up every day and wanting the best for yourself, for your kids, for your husband, for your wife, for your family. Be the best at your job. Be the best at be the best you. Period. Yeah.
1: Well, and you know, it, it's so inspiring to hear it, and I know. Everyone listening right now, male or female, you're hearing this and you're saying, you know what? I've let myself go. I really right. got to get into a routine. I don't know what to do. Like I hear people say to me all the time, I eat really clean. And then I see them pull out the processed low fat, you know, um, uh, pretzels or cheese. its <laughs> And I, I think to myself, there is really an epidemic of uh, misinformation out there as to what it means to eat properly. I know Absolutely. my father. Absolutely,
2: there is so much information out there. I'm sorry I didn't mean to interrupt you, Christy, but I'm so passionate about this. You have to be knowledgeable, um, not necessarily. Book smart, but you have to be knowledgeable, and you have to apply it to your day-to-day life. You have to figure out what works for you. We're all individuals. Um, Your fitness and your eating plan might not work for. The, the guy or the, or the woman next to you. It's about what works for you the best. Um, uh, it, it absolutely is a modicum of, of obviously healthy eating or vegetables and, and good protein and, and that type of thing. Some people believe in vegan. That works for them. Others do not. It, it just truly depends on your needs, your basis, your body. Your DNA structure is different from anybody else. And your cellular structure, getting down to the cellular level, is different from anybody else. And you have to feed your body in such a way that's going to make it its optimum, optimum health. So getting back to that... Go to the library if you do not have access to computers. Go to the library. There's video, there's a plethora of information out there. We're, we live in a society where everything is out there. You know, in our in our parents' generation, they didn't have that. Um, and you know, God bless my mother when she died at ninety something. She didn't. Mean, I don't even think she knew what a dumbbell was. Certainly not a Pilates reformer. But um, I mean, you know, they grew up in that generation of. Of not understanding what it, what it was like to live your optimal life, and unfortunately, she lived. Of, she died of a chronic disease, Alzheimer's. So, I, I really think that that um, it, it's so empowering to get the information yourself and the knowledge yourself and find out what works best for you. Certainly, work with your, the medical professionals that are in your life, and um, uh, you know, feed off of that. But like we talked about earlier. Getting your blood work and knowing what, how your body is functioning from the inside out is absolutely invaluable.
1: Well, wow, this has been so informative. Thank you, Gail, for being on our show. How can, if people, you know, they don't have time to go to the library, but they need an accountability partner, they want someone who can stand by their side and really coach them and tell them what to do and, and, and help make them accountable. I know that that's what you do virtually and you do that also with your clients in Kansas City, but how yeah. can people get in touch with you if you are someone they want to hire to help them get started?
2: Absolutely. Uh, I have my email address. They can certainly email, or I'm very personal with my people, so I have no problems um, if they would like to text me as well. Um, my email address is gail h a r t one at gmail.com, and the phone number to text me at is 913-515-6392.
1: Awesome, Gail. Thank you for being on our show today. And hopefully you were the wake up that someone needed today to to wake up in their own life and start living a better life so they can be here for a long time to enjoy this awesome planet and this oh, awesome. My goodness. I can't thank you enough. I'm so blessed for this opportunity. And I certainly hope I've changed
2: at least one person. That was my goal. Um, and it's been a blessing. Thank you again, Christy.
1: Gail, blessings to you. Bye-bye, sweetheart. And I am so excited to bring on our next guest speaker today. I had the opportunity to meet Allison, sharing the stage with her in February, and she is just one incredibly delightful and delicious human being, and you know, it's, it's, it's almost like one of those connections that you, you just are kindred spirits, and you don't need to be around each other much to know that you're meant to be friends. But she is an international speaker, mentor, TV host of the cable show Spotlight, and she's author, also an author of book Soul Intuition and the co-founder of Family Foot Re- Reflexology. She is considered to be one of the leading intuition experts out there. And so, Allison, are you on? I'm here. Hi, oh, I'm so excited. Are you in uh, beautiful Idaho right now? I am. That's Coming great. to Are you live
3: from Star, Idaho, right here in my bedroom.
1: I mean, seriously, there is a, there is a city or a township called Star. <laughs> I love it. Like That's right. Who came up with that? Like That is just absolutely a cool name for a town.
3: <laughs> it is a cool name for town. There's a whole story behind it, but I'm sure people want to focus more on the intuition than they do on the, the name of my town. But uh, if anybody wants to Google it, look up Star Idaho and in history and you'll find out why it's called Star.
1: Well, I will definitely be Googling that. I, I GTS all the time. So <laughs> we'd to know a little bit more about your journey and what brought you to this space in your life where you're speaking into people's souls all over the world.
3: Yeah, thank you so much for asking that. You know, it's interesting. I think sometimes our greatest strengths are the things that we perceive as our very weaknesses. And for me, from the time I was a young child, I noticed that there was something different about me. And I didn't know how to manage that. And I didn't understand it was a gift and not a weakness. And that is my ability to really perceive and feel that empathy. You know, I'm a big empath. The pain, the emotions, you know, and being able to see the potential in people around me. And so when I was quite young, something that manifested in my life was obsessive-compulsive disorder. And what I learned as I got older was actually obsessive-compulsive disorder has to do with focus. And as I learned to focus on what I wanted in life, that turned from being a bad thing, obsessive-compulsive disorder, to being a wonderful manifester. As I learned how to manage me being such an empath, it turned from me just, you know, feeling sad when I was around sad people and happy when I was around happy people where I could actually help people identify and manage their own emotions and listen to their own intuition so that they could find happiness and success in their life. So um, my journey has very much to do with just learning and growing into who I am. Um, a little bit of my background, I started in entrepreneurship when I was in my late 20s and didn't get into what I'm doing today until my mid-30s. And it's, you know, one day I woke up, I'd been in the health and fitness, which I loved, but just felt like there was something else for me. And uh, one day I woke up and I just had this burning feeling inside of me, like there was something more that I had to offer the world, like I wasn't quite stepping into or fulfilling my potential. And that led me to meditate and to pray and to ask God and the universe. To provide somebody in my life that could help me see that, and I think sometimes it's hard to see the picture when you're inside the frame. And I had some beautiful mentors and coaches that were that came into my life at that time that helped me. And one in particular at the end of 2015 that helped me really develop my brand um, with intuition and helped me go from a reach of 2,000 to 2 million.
1: Well, you know, I, I I do believe in those divine appointments, and and sometimes it just, you know, everything happens exactly at the time and the space, and with the people that it's meant to happen with, and you know, I think when we're in those valleys we oftentimes think, well, we want to be somewhere else. We're supposed to experience, you know, we should be feeling something else. I was just telling someone this the other day. But you know what? When you're in those times of reflection and uncovering, who am I? What am I really here for? And and you're asking yourself these these questions. It's, it's almost like, yes, you should be searching, but there's a bit of, of an allowing, like you said, you ask the universe, you ask God to bring forth to you, um the ideas the the you know that intuitive na- sense that you needed to just really help you to define your next steps and so relaxing into that space is beautiful so tell us a little bit about some you know what your work entails and what do you do uh with with your clients and how do you help them to tap into their soul's intuition great well you know part of that
3: is recognizing and realizing that there is no one-size-fits-all formula. There's no one-size-fits-all formula for everybody. We each have within us a divine blueprint for our own success and happiness. And in order to feel fulfilled, in order to feel like you are doing what you're supposed to be doing on this earth, you need to tap into that blueprint. And the problem is, is I see a lot of people looking outside of themselves for answers. Now, here's what a great coach or mentor will do for you. They will help be a reflection of who you already are, and they will just help you find the answers that already are within you. They'll help you to read and decipher that blueprint that lies within you. So that's what I try and do for my clients. I don't tell them who they should be or what path they should take. What I do is I help them discover their own journey and have a confidence enough to move forward in that. And the two ways that I do that is I help people connect with their crowd and monetize their message. And the reason why I help them connect with their crowd is that once you have discovered that divine blueprint inside of you, once, you know, I've helped you to do that or a coach or mentor, whatever happens on that journey, once you've discovered that divine blueprint, it really is your responsibility to share that with other people. And the reason why I say responsibility is because we're all placed on this planet for a reason and we've had certain experiences in our life for a reason. We've had certain things that um, we're passionate about and these God-given gifts and talents that we have for a reason. And one of those reasons is so that we can help share those and uplift the people around us. And for some people, that may be a few people in your life. And for some people, that may mean reaching millions of people like you're doing through this show. Uh, but you know, it's really connecting with your crowds. So you can share that message. And something that I like to think of, Christy, is I like to think of life as like this big old highway, right? You can start singing the song "Life Is the Highway." I'll spare you because I don't really sing that well. But uh, if you want to start singing, you can. You can do some background singing here. No, but I glory. think. I think life is like this highway, right? We're all trying to reach this final destination of happiness and peace and fulfillment. And some of us are a little bit further ahead on the road in some areas, and some of us are a little further behind. And wherever you are, there's always going to be someone ahead of you. Those are the people that you can look to for guidance and help and shortcuts and how to get to that final destination. And there's always going to be people behind you. Now, those are the people that if you can pass along your wisdom and your information and your knowledge, that is the key to living a successful and fulfilled life. So step one is finding and deciphering that divine blueprint. Step number two is connecting with your crowd and finding those people who need what to hear what you have to say. And then number three is being able to monetize your message. Now, this is where I lose some of those real empaths and, you know, right-brained people, which I totally am. But if you can't make money, if you can't have resources, then you are not going to be able to fulfill your potential. You aren't going to be able to reach as many people and you aren't going to be able to successfully fulfill your mission on the earth. So, if you can do those three things, then you really will be able to live the life that you want. So, and again, it all, all comes back and all starts with that intuition and, and, and discovering and listening to your intuition to discover that divine blueprint for happiness within you.
1: Mm, well, with that being said, we need to take a commercial break, but more with Allison Larson in just a few moments.
2: stories be motivated be inspired join us today voice america influencers want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite
3: voice america talk radio network host how about what's new with our network
0: The Greg Reed Show takes you behind the scenes with some of the most successful entrepreneurs and influencers the world has to offer. Greg S. Reed is known as a master storyteller and a highly sought after motivational keynote speaker. You'll learn that successes have their downsides and challenges as well. Find out how Greg and his guests have overcome these challenges to become some of the top influencers today. Listen to The Greg Reed Show, Mondays at 12 noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Influencers.
2: Hear the stories Be motivated Be inspired Join us today Voice America
3: Influencers
0: You are listening to Coffee with Christy We'd love to hear from you today with your questions and comments Call in to 1-866-472-5795 That's 1-866-472-5795 if you'd rather ask or comment by email, send them to Christy Dryling at att.net. Now, back to Coffee with Christy.
1: And we're back in interviewing the one and only beautiful empath, Alison Larson. And the reason I even have this show today, one of the reasons is because of this beautiful woman. When we met, she, uh, you know, instantly hit it off and uh she thought that this would be a great fit for me. And honestly, uh I had not ever imagined that being possible or something I wanted to do. And I've really enjoyed it. And that and, and what she said when she said that she has a gift. She truly does have a gift of connecting people and knowing and seeing before sometimes they can see it. So I'm so excited to be interviewing her on the show because she is, is touching millions of lives and and she's doing that on her own. But also through being the vessel, that connecting vessel for people who are the influencers in and in, in helping them to reach larger and broader audiences. So I wanted to actually ask you, Allison, you know, a lot of people do not know how to differentiate the noise. So they, they, there's energetic noise in, in, in their spirit, in their mind, in their heart, and they can't tell what is, what is it, what is mine and what is my partner's and what is you know, the neighbor's, right? How can people define what is theirs and what is someone else's that they're picking up and feeling?
3: I love that question and I have a couple of great things to say about that but first of all I wanted to say Christy congratulations on your show and really for me and this is what I was talking about in the first segment there's nothing more fulfilling because this is my divine blueprint intuitively that I've been led to is helping to connect people with our crowd and so it gives me such fulfillment to hear you on the radio to hear you having this show to touching all these millions of lives around the globe so um, I, I, I really appreciate you sharing that. When it comes to intuition, when it comes to noise outside versus the noise inside, there are a couple of keys that I would love to share with you on how to be able to differentiate that and how to really tap into your intuition. And the first one is setting an intention. And in fact, I'm a woman of action, so if anybody's listening to this show right now, I want you to just really quickly set an intention Or have an idea in your mind of something that you want to gain out of the next few minutes that we have left on this show. So something you want to get out of it or something you want to gain from it. That's called setting an intention. And first of all, you have to realize that you're in a a certain place or you're listening to a show for a certain reason. It's it's kind of that divine thing. You're supposed to be here listening to it. Now, it's your job to make the most of it by setting an intention. And that's where a lot of people go wrong. You know, interestingly enough, intention fuels intuition. So, intentions fuel intuition. And let me explain that really quickly here. Um, When we set an intention, when we have an idea or something that we want to gain, then our conscious and subconscious can work towards it. So, for example, I can live my life two ways. I can just pay attention or I can live with intention, So if I'm just paying attention to my life, I'm just kind of observing things. So I wake up and generally I know I want to have a good day and I'm just kind of noticing the good things that happen around me and some bad things may happen. And some people may have some suggestions. I kind of am like, you know, being blown about in the wind, like a balloon, or I can be like, kite anchored down and flying high, and the thing that anchors me is my intention. I can wake up in the morning and I can say, okay, my one intention for today, you don't want to go overboard, start with one, two, or three at the most intentions for the day. My one intention today, when I woke up this morning, my one intention today was to help touch as many people's lives as possible with my message. Now, I can't help how many people accept my message, but I can create ways or look for opportunities to share what I have to say with other people. So when I woke up this morning, I knew that I was going to be on your show, so I set that intention. I want to touch as many people as possible with my message. So as I went throughout my morning before the show, I got little ideas and thoughts of maybe you should mention this, maybe you should mention that, and I'm listening to those. I'm paying attention to those. Um, I'm living with intention. So I'm creating an opportunity for my my life to be the life I want. One other quick story about setting an intention, a way to do this is, is through vision boards. Now, vision boards aren't going to do the action steps for you, but they do create intentions in your life. And a real quick example of this is when... My family, first when we first learned about vision boards, I sat down with my kids, and this was almost a decade ago, and I said, kids, what do you want to put on this vision board? We're going to do a family vision board, and we're going to put pictures on a poster board of goals, of things that we want to work towards. Well, my kids were quite young, and they all said, we want a horse, I live in a subdivision that has ECNRs and like maybe in rural Idaho, but I'm not out in the country and I'm thinking, all right, well, I, I just want to support them. We're going to put a horse in the vision board. Christy, less than a week later, we had a horse. We had a free place to keep it. The horse was free. We had a free place to keep it. And we were legitimate owners of a horse. And here's what happened. We set that intention. When my kids went to school the next day, there was a teacher at their school that was moving and she was, had a colt and she couldn't bring the colt with her and she had to move very quickly and so she was trying to get rid of it. So she was asking the kids, the students, is anybody's family looking for a horse or does anybody's family want a horse? Now, if we hadn't put the horse in the vision board, my kids never would have Stepped up and said, "Hey, we're in the market for a horse." You know, they they would have maybe wanted one, but they they wouldn't have had that intention. They wouldn't have uh, have said yes to her. So of course, they went to her and said, "Hey, we are looking for a horse." So they came home to me and they were so excited. And they said, "Mom, teacher, school is giving away a horse." And my immediate thought was, "Well, we can't say yes. We have nowhere to put this horse." But because I had that intention, because it was on the vision board, I thought, no, I want to prove to my kids that this works. So I got creative. We were able to find somewhere to board our horse. We did an exchange with a family, and we were able to board our horse there for free and keep our horse there for free in exchange for doing some service to them. We even found a trailer. They gave us a bunch of free hay, and a week later, we, were, we had a horse boarded, completely free horse completely free boarding, uh, because we had set that, that intention. We were focused and living with intention. So number one is set an intention every day. Create a vision board for some of your long-term things and set that intention so your conscious and subconscious mind can work towards it.
1: Oh, I, I'm in 100% agreement with you. I We've always had family vision boards as well, and I, I actually have saved them. And, you know, my older son, who's now 21, I, I was this stuff to bring it here to Canada, and I found his uh, one of his from when he was younger that said his his dream was to be a professional catfish fisherman, <laughs> and my other <laughs> son was going to be Justin Bieber, and he would just die right now, you know, if I was telling everybody around the world this. But it's just so amazing to actually really. Um, make sure you teach your children this at a young age and like you this morning I actually after my meditation I said I spread and receive um, loving and compassionate kindness and I went into this coffee shop here and oh my gosh I met the most beautiful soul behind the counter I walk in and he just says good morning how are you Oh my goodness, I am so grateful to have you here today. And he starts giggling. And I look at him and I saw pure joy. And that I walked into today. That is what I asked for. And so I am so, thank you for reminding me of that blessing in that moment. Because I just... if you hadn't upset that intention,
3: you might have had the same experience. And again, you might have paid attention to it, but you wouldn't have recognized that. That wouldn't have been a fulfillment of your intention. So, uh, step number two, step number one for really fueling that intuition is that intention fuels intuition. The next one, and I'm glad you brought it up, is meditation or creating space to receive allows you to really tap into that intuition so just taking quiet moments it could be five minutes it could be 10 minutes you could call it meditation you could go on a quiet walk whatever it is you want to be in the headspace of receiving so so often we're thinking 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 what do I do what do I do what am I going to create how am I going to do it So we don't have time to really turn within and listen to our intuition, to that guidance, to that voice that's telling us, hey, maybe you should do this, maybe you should do that. In fact, one of my favorite things, Christy, is I heard about an interview with the Dalai Lama, and he was asked, you know, you're so busy, you're doing so much in the world, how do you manage on those really busy days? And he said, I meditate two hours instead of one. And what I have found in my life and with the clients that I work with is there is more success experienced when you allow time to receive. What we don't understand is our subconscious mind is working all the time to create opportunities for us to help us meet our goals. And we call that intuition when we can tap into that, when we can listen to those thoughts. And so that's just a wonderful exercise, so meditation. So step number one, intention. Step number two, meditation. Even if it's only five or ten minutes a day, do it daily, every single day. And then number three, the third step for really uh fueling your intuition. And and there's many more steps in this. In fact, if people want to find a formula for how to tap into their intuition, they can read my book, Soul Intuition. I have a free chapter on my website, which is soulintuition.com. But the third and final step that I want to leave with you today uh, about in really living an intuitive life is learning to love and trust yourself. Because how often you get a thought, do you get an idea, and you doubt it, you second-guess it, and maybe you even look to people around you to say, hey, is this what I should do, is this what I shouldn't do, and everybody's going to have a different opinion, but the fact of the matter is, is that that in within you is your divine blueprint, and nobody else can tell you what to do. Henry Ford, I mean, if he had listened to all the people around him, he They all told him he wasn't going to succeed, he was going to fail, that his car was, you know, too hard to produce or it looked ugly or whatever. But he knew within him that was his dream. That's what he wanted to do. Walt Disney, people told him he was a dreamer. People told him he couldn't do it, but he didn't listen to them. He knew that was his mission. He trusted himself and he loved himself enough to follow through with that dream. And now he created the happiest place on earth. You know, Oprah Winfrey had people around her tell her that she was too emotional for radio and for media, for TV. You're too emotional. She didn't listen to them. She trusted herself and she listened to her intuition and she knew that her path was to change people's lives through evoking emotion on TV. And now she's one of the the, most well-known and one of the wealthiest women in the entire world because she listened to her intuition. So learn to love and trust yourself. And it all begins by just taking that first step. When you get that next idea, just follow through on it. Don't doubt it. Just act. And as you do those one by one, you'll trust yourself more and more. And you'll be able to live a life full of fulfillment and uh, really intuitively tapping into that divine blueprint for your success and happiness.
1: Allison, it's been great having you on the show. How can people find you, uh, invite you to speak at their venues, get coaching from you, share with the audience the best way to find Allison Larson?
3: Yeah, soulintuition.com. Best way. I have a couple of different websites uh, with connecting with your crowd, monetizing your message, but best one, simply soulintuition.com. That's S-O-U-L intuition.com. And here's what, I'll, here's what I'll leave you with today. And this is how I have worked with all of my clients. <laughs> it's amazing because I only have a handful of personal coaching clients that I take at a time. And as soon as a spot opens up, a person steps into my life that needs that As soon as I have a stage that's looking for a speaker, the right speaker comes into my life. So if you're listening right now and you're thinking and you're getting that intuitive feeling that you want to work with me or you want to connect with me, maybe you're at the stage where you just need to learn how to tap into your intuition and learn to love and trust yourself you need some personal coaching and mentoring or maybe you're to the stage where you're ready to connect with your crowd and monetize your message if you're feeling drawn to that or if anything i've said today you feel like you want more information please act on that because maybe we're supposed to work together and again just go to my website check it out there's contact information on there soulintuition.com
1: Uh, thank you for being on our show Allison we love you keep doing great shit in the world and uh, I can't wait to connect with you again soon love
3: thank you Christy bye thank
1: you and this is a wrap for coffee with Christy this Monday I can't wait to see you all next Monday Uh, have a beautiful week we'll see y'all later bye bye
0: Thank you for joining Christy Dryling for this week's Coffee with Christy. We hope you'll tune in again next Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Same time next week.